is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Hello and welcome to the Shanice Lewis Show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, and today is Monday, March 28th. 2016. Stay connected with me in between shows on Instagram at Shanice Lewis, on Facebook at Shanice Lewis Show, and on Twitter at Shanice Show. Today we have a very special guest, Jose Pagan. Jose Pagan is a fine art and fashion photographer based in New York City. His breakout art project, The Black Light photo experiment, an art project that combined nude art with the use of UV bulbs, put him on everyone's radar. Many of the fashion industry noticed Jose's artistic eye. Soon after his initial exposure with his art projects, Jose has been hired by businesses and organizations to translate their visions. He is the former East Coast lead photographer for Design Original Magazine and Music Insider Magazine, which he shot several covers and high-end editorials for. Jose has been published in El Brazil, Heart and Soul Magazine, Plus Model Magazine, Curvista Magazine, and countless others. He recently sponsored the first official New York Fashion Week private plus designer show for Ply Apparel, and Jose was tapped as as Underwraps Agency leads photographer and organization built as America's first modest and Muslim modeling agency. Let's welcome Jose to the show. Hi, Hi, Jose. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you on the show. I know you were busy shooting today, so thank you for taking out the time to do this interview. <laughs> oh, thanks. No, today today was actually my off day. Today my, was my digital day. I was doing editing, getting stuff out to oh, clients okay. and things of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So prior to getting into art and photography, what did you do? Well, I actually had a, a job with the city, you know, for, for tw- well, actually, yeah, 21 years. Um, I actually retired last September from the city, so mm-hmm. now I'm actually, people thought I was full-time before. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, you know, part-time photography, part-time, you know, pro, but now I'm full-time pro, and I'm I'm going as far as it could take me right now. Oh, so when you had your full-time job with the city, you were still doing this? In addition to working the the full time job, yeah, yeah, people used to wonder like, how the hell do you do it? You know, right? <laughs> I always found, I, I always found a way. I mean, I don't know how I did it. I know, you know, I sacrificed a lot with my family. You know, certain events I couldn't go to. You know, just to make sure that I, you know, put bread on the table, but at the same time, kind of, you know, built the wings for my business in the future. Right. So when you were younger. Was um, photography and art was something you were interested in at a young age? When I was, yeah, when I was young, before I actually, you know, went to college, I was very, very, like, hands-on creative. I would build things and, and make things from scratch. You know, I was just always like that. And it just came for me. Like, I never, you know, went to, like, a proper school for it. It was just something mm-hmm. that was always in me. It wasn't until, you know, I would say about 10 years ago, 
that I decided to tap back into my creative self. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's when Black Life Photo Experiment started. Um, you know, I decided to really do something about it. So I know one of your things that you tapped into first was short films. So were you doing short films before the Black Light Project? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I, I, you know, I said, let me let me do some films just to have some fun. You know, and I did, um, it was three of them, but two of them were actually kind of, you know, really planned out. And one of them was called Madness. And the other one was a comedy called um, El Vinagre, which is the um, the vinegar in Spanish. It was actually a Spanish comedy short. And, you mm-hmm. know, I had fun doing those, but I, I wanted more control of the artistic um, vision and message. So I figured photography was well-suited for me as far as controlling the vision and making sure that it goes from my mind to the camera to the print the way I envisioned it. Mm-hmm. Now, in your bio, it says you are a fine art photographer. Tell me specifically, what does that mean, fine art photographer? Well, you know, as as photographers, you know, there's different classes. Like, you know, I also do fashion you know, I do mm-hmm. portraiture, you know, I do sometimes landscape. I, I like to do more panoramic landscapes. So there's different mm-hmm. kind of photographers, you know, And but with, with art, it's more or less, you know, something that you would put on your wall, you know, that okay. you would want a huge print of and you would want on your wall. I mean, even though some people, you know, would put a fashion photograph on their wall and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that because some people see fashion as art, which it is. But I'm mm-hmm. more, I'm more in tune to now my spirituality. I love the human form, so a lot of my art is actually nude artwork. So when people look mm-hmm. at it, they're not even really looking at the nude. They're looking at mm-hmm. how the colors and the form and the whole scene come together to speak a language to the viewer. So all of your art projects have some element of photography to them. So when when you talk about art projects, you aren't talking about um, like painting on canvas or doing sculpture, everything is um, with photography. Well, I actually Correct? had, I did an actual uh, branch off when I did the black light. I love the way the, the UVs, you know, reacted with the neon paints and pigments and different substances that actually did um, several abstract paintings in black light. Mm-hmm. And then what I did with it was after I painted it on the canvas and canvas boards, I actually took a a photograph of it, you know, a very controlled photograph with the UV light and actually created a reproduction of what I painted. Mm. So I actually did paint. So you you have all different elements of art in your your work. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm always looking to do something that I feel that comes from my soul and, and what I'm pulling from the universe. So, you know, I've been thinking just soon, you know, hopefully start working with sculpting or, you know, making works from found objects, you know, and just making things. Because I, I, I just love making things. That's just, I guess, that's my nature to create. Okay. Now, your big break, which you mentioned, was the Black Light Photo Experiment. Now, tell me what was the concept behind this and what was your expectation going in? Because this is the project they got you all of the attention that rolled into other things. Did you <laughs> did you go into this as saying this is going to be my 
platform to do other things, or it was all a surprise, the attention you got? Well, when I started it, it was actually, it was born out of, you know, my relationship with my wife. You know, I love her dearly, and, you know, I love her body, and I love the way she looks naked. So one day I was looking, at her, I was like, you know what? I said, let me, let me put some, I think I had Vaseline, because I knew I was reading, and it said Vaseline glows on the UV light. So I was like, let me put this on you, and let me just take a picture of it and see what it looks like. So I rubbed some on her, and I took a picture of her, and it looked cool. And I was like, hmm. And I said, hold on. I heard baby powder glows in, in black light. So I put baby powder on it with the gel, you know, with the Vaseline. And then I just took a shot of it. And then I said, hold on. Let's do that again. Now I'm going to do it more controlled, and I'm going to take my time with it. And that was the actual first black light shoot was with my wife. Well, and you have a nice wife to support your art, because I would be like, if you don't get this Vaseline and baby powder <laughs> off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little messy, but, you know, what came out of it was just, you know, amazing. And I just, it was five years from that day. It was five years. That was March 2010. And then 2015, I had over 12,000 images from that project alone. So did that project get a lot of press? Like what happened that it, it it got you so much attention? Well, what it is is like, you know, fashion, you know, designers and, and people in magazines, they love different eyes. And then I guess, you know, Designer Original was one of the magazines. They seen my work and they were like, wait a minute, you know, do you do fashion too? And Yvonne, the, the editor from Designer Original, she was like, you know, you know, why don't you submit some projects? And I, I submitted one one project that I did. It was a fashion shoot. And she was like, you know what, you know, you, you want to shoot with us? You know, you want to be a staff photographer and, and head up the East Coast? And I was like, yeah, sure. So, you know, every time she sent me, you know, mood boards or ideas for editorial, you know, I'll take it and I'll just give it my spin as far as the way I capture things. Cause you know, people always think like, it's just a camera. Oh, you got a cool camera, Jose. You know, you, you know, you must take some good pictures cause of that cool camera. And it's not that it's, you know, each photographer has their own eye, their own way of, they see this universe, you know, and right. mine happens to be a way that a lot of people like. So how did you get started? started uh, shooting plus-size models and getting involved in the plus-size community? Well, I mean, I, I shoot, I shot everybody. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you don't shoot plus-size? I'm like, yeah. You know, as I, I shoot so many different people. It, a lot of people think, like, I only shoot one thing. Like, I have plus-size women telling me, hey, wait a minute, you only shoot skinny skinny models. And, and guys saying, well, you only shoot girls. No, I shoot guys, girls, old people, young people. I shoot everybody. But the plus-size community realized you know, my gifts, and they wanted my eye, you know, to the way I capture beauty in everyone. And and I think that's what kind of separates me from a lot of people. Like, I'm not shy to shoot a, a, a plus woman. I mean, it's not, I, I have my wife as plus. I love, you know, I think they're beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just I make sure that I capture the way I see people. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not like right. I'm just worried about how other people are catching it. No. I see the beauty in a plus-size woman, so I know how to capture them because it's beautiful to me. Do you find shooting plus models more challenging than shooting straight size, or is it no difference to you? Actually, there there is no difference. Um, there's certain things uh, 
plus size women have to do, obviously, when they're posing, you know, to kind of um, compete with each other kind of, you know, but it's nothing that can't be overcome, you know, because I've, I've shot very, you know, portly women and the images have come out gorgeous. And it's not like I'm telling them to suck in or anything like that. I don't even, I don't even hardly tell people that because if you're plus size, you're plus size. All you have to do is be yourself and love yourself. Cause when a woman loves themselves, doesn't matter how you look like, what size you are, you're going to look beautiful to people. And then I noticed even in your artwork, um, you use all shapes and sizes. So you were body positive from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hold no judgments. I hold no judgments whatsoever because everybody's unique. And, you know, that's just the way I am. <laughs> that's just the way I am. Now tell me, tell me about the Under Wraps agency and how you became the lead photographer because this is, um, a Muslim modeling agency, and they are all about modesty. And you love shooting nudes so much, so this seems like an odd couple. So tell me how this came about. Yeah, it, it, it's a funny thing. I mean, actually now she's they're, they're just a modest modeling agency now because not only do they have Muslim, but they also have um, Jewish models, and then they have non-denominational models that dress modestly. You know, that's, okay. you know, really, you know, they don't dress sexy, too too overly sexual, you know, in nature. Um, well, Nyla, who's uh, Nyla Limas, she's the, the owner of Under Wraps. You know, she's also a stylist and a creative director. You know, we mm-hmm. started working on editorials at first, and then, you know, she, again, she realized, you know, that I had the eye for, for, for fashion. And she loved working with me. And she knew my art wasn't you know, erotic, you know, or, or just, you know, nasty in, in, in a way that, you know, is disrespectful to, to a woman or to a man. You know, I, mm-hmm. I celebrated, you know, life, the human body, mm-hmm. life, human experience, the form, you know, what God gave us. So there was mm-hmm. nothing in my work to say, hey, you know, this guy's, you know, showing pornographic stuff, you know, none of my stuff right. is like that. So she respected that, and she's also shown support by even going to my, you know, gallery exhibits. You know, she was just there at my recent one at the Kalahari Gallery in Brooklyn, you know, and she was there in full support of my work. Okay. So um, was it like a, a adjustment with the modest models, or it, it didn't make a difference? No, it doesn't make, like I said, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, I mean, it's always fun because now, you know, I have a stylist, Nyla. She's amazing at putting together pieces and dressing um, on women. It, it's just with her, it's, every time we link up, it's, it's you know, fireworks that go on, fashion fireworks. Well, that's awesome. I actually like the concept of that, uh, of that agency and the things that you're doing. That's awesome. Now, tell me about one of your other um, projects that you have, Hunks. For Hope. Now tell me about this this project. Hunks for Hope, it, it, it started um, actually in the same circle with Nyla. I was introduced to Nyla through a good friend. Her name is uh, Leela Green. Um, mm-hmm. We used to do shoots together, and she used to bring jewelry. You know, she would have jewelry, and she would provide jewelry for the sets and things of that nature. And... We linked up, and she liked the way I worked, and she was like, hey, I'm thinking of starting this charity because 
she herself was a domestic violence victim years ago, and mm-hmm. she wanted to give back to the survivors and to women that are, you know, just now coming out of their, you know, situations. And she told me she wanted to start a calendar, you know, with guys, you know, as a, you know, eye candy calendar, you know, but mm-hmm. she wanted to give all the proceeds back to the community that, you know, of the women who suffered, you know, domestic violence situations. And mm-hmm. we've been doing, what, three years already shooting the calendar. We actually were scouting Easter. I took my daughter out to the park. I met up with her and her daughters, and we actually scouted a park in the area, you know, to, to do the next shoot. You know, these guys, they come in, and, you know, these are all guys that have jobs, and they're, some of them are models, and they just volunteer. Like, I'm I'm volunteering, you know, volunteering our time. So this is to, your third time shooting this particular calendar for this organization? Yeah, yeah. I mean, three okay. years with her, you know, shooting shooting the yearly calendar. First started out with uh, another photographer, Frederick. He he did like two guys, like two or three guys the first year. And then since the second year on I've been I took lead and I've been doing most of the most of the work. So how but, how can someone listening uh purchase that calendar? All you gotta do is go to um hunksforhope dot com. Um yeah, hunksforhope dot com. it's on my page too uh, I mean I'll put a I'll put a link to everything we talked about after the show, but, uh, you know, it, or you could visit Hugs for Hope um, on Facebook and you could find information there as well and there on Instagram. Now, you have another project. Now, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. It starts with the C. What is this? Chaka Ralicious? I know I messed oh. that up. <laughs> it's Chakralicious. Chakralicious. Okay, now what is this you project? Take the word, you take the word chakra and then just add licious to it. Um, okay. It's a it's a, a light painting um, fine art project, you know, and and it's, it's spiritual in nature, you know, because when I started the black light photo experiment, it was more mm-hmm. of a vein. It was more of a vein project. More of look at the lights and colors and how they form with the body, you know, something beautiful for the eye. It was eye, uh, eye candy project for people who love you know beautiful images. But the Chakralicious, again, it's more spiritual. It, 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 it was born out of a very spiritual moment that happened to me three years ago. And, you know. You I, want to share it or is it private? Well, in the, well it, it basically, just to, to put it in a nutshell, you know, somebody very, very, you know, big negative energy came into my life and just turned it on its head. And I had to pick up since then. And in doing so, I, you know, I G'd up, meaning I, you know, I worship my God again strongly and, and with all my heart and kind of got my spirituality back to a level where I could, you know, spot these, you know, spiritual vampires, as I call them. So I decided mm-hmm. to do this project because it involves capturing light, you know, and kind of bonding with the, with the models or the muses, you know, or people who want to shoot it and kind of bringing out what they feel spiritually in the photograph. It's a, again, it's a nude art project, but it's one where I paint them in the dark with light. So basically when I'm shooting, it's actually pitch black, and all you see is the lights as I paint designs around them, you know, as I cover them in light, shower them with strings of light, just different fun things, you know. 
And I usually ask them, what's, you know, what chakra do you kind of bond to? You know, I don't know if you know what chakra is. Is You know, we have the seven chakras, mm-hmm. you know, in our body. They're just seven points of energy. Does that, there's more than seven, but I just stuck to the seven for now, you know, just to keep mm-hmm. it basic, you know. But basically each chakra, you know, touches a point in your spine and, and is connected to your, you know, your organs and your glands and things of that nature. So I kind of wanted to to celebrate light with that project, light, and which is to me spirituality. And so this year, um, in 2016, you had a lot of art projects. Now, tell me which one you can go see now, because I know you had World Vision, Beautiful Spectrum, and something at the Children's Museum of Manhattan. Now, which one is currently uh, still? Up that people can attend and see. Well, the, the, the Children's um, Museum of Manhattan that's going to be up till next January, and that's that's because uh, Nyla Limas had a section there, and she was like, "Hey, Jose, I need the images that we worked on. I want to put you in there and, and showcase our work." So we actually have three images showcased within the exhibit. It's a huge exhibit in the Children's Museum. Uh, Children's Museum of Manhattan. It's called uh, I think America to Zanzibar. And it's just fantastic. That's till January, and then the one that's ending Friday is Chakra, um, the beautiful spectrum, out in the Kalahari mm-hmm. Gallery. Those those two you could catch right now, but the uh, the Kalahari Gallery is closing Friday. So, are you going to be having these type of art projects ongoing throughout the year? Yeah, I mean, we have another exhibit. Because um, I'm also board director of a 501c3 arts charity in the Bronx. It's called the X Collective. We're mm-hmm. going to be having our exhibit called Let's Play House in uh, mm-hmm. April 22nd in the Bronx. I'll be having the flyer soon on my website and on my Facebook fan page. Um, and that exhibit is actually um, dedicated to domestic violence. And okay. each it's a multiple artist exhibit, so I'm not going to be the only one showing work. Going to have other artists within the collective that's going to be showcasing work related to domestic violence. Well, that's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, so what what is your ultimate goal as a fine art and fashion photographer? Like, if you had your ultimate dream. What is the goal you're going towards that that you want all of this to lead up to? Well, I, I want, I guess I just, I love to share. That's, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people think like, to me the ultimate goal is to have people get something out of what I do. Whether it's another photographer, a fan, a model, you know, they come to me. I just love to to hear when they say I, I love the work or something comes out of it, whether it's a job, you know, as far as fashion, you know. But like I tell my friends, I want to be in the history books. When you open up a book to to study photography and art, I want to be in in there, you know, because I try to give something different and new that people haven't seen. And and I'm hoping I'm on the right track. Um, Would you aspire to the career of someone like – is the photographer named David LaChapelle? Is that the one that has the elaborate photo shoots, creative yeah, yeah, photo shoots? Yes, he's he's one of them. 
But to be honest, I've never researched any other photographer. Um, I've seen maybe videos here and there, but like to sit down and to study somebody's entire body of work, I never done that. I never done that. I never thought that I had to look at history in order to feel what I feel in my heart. That's the way I put right. my art. You know, right, obviously right. I had the idea for the black light. I actually went online to make sure that there was nothing close to what I had in my mind. Yes, of course. But once I saw there was nothing like my black light capture, that's when I went forward. When I went with Chakralicious, I made sure that there was nothing that anybody's working on that closely resembles what I was going about to do. Right. That's the that's the so, only time I go to research. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I I didn't mean like copy his work, but you know, he just no, has no, a I big name, yeah. and I, you know, and he's creative yeah. with his photography. I just felt like maybe that was something, you know, so you could get like ten thousand dollars a shoot too. Yeah. No. It, it, it's it's you know it's awesome to see other people's work, but I've never actually like. The, the closest person that came to inspiring me was, um, I, I believe her, her name is Jennifer um, Hudson. I think she might have changed her last name. But uh, mm-hmm. she was one of the photographers that when I saw her work, she inspired me only because of how different she was doing things. So if, mm-hmm. if anything, it mm-hmm. was, might, might be her. She might be the only photographer that actually inspired me to do something Along those lines Now tell me uh, What do you have coming up That everybody can be on the lookout for I know one of the things Off the top of my head is your work Is in the current issue of Curvista magazine because I had the opportunity To shoot with you uh, When I was in New York So um, Mm -hmm. that's out right now Everybody check that out I had an excellent time shooting with you And I absolutely love the pictures Yes, yes. Even though it was cold outside, we still have fun. I loved it. I loved it. Yes, and I do know you are um, going to be a part of Lyris' uh, boot camp that's coming up in New York. Oh, City. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't forget that uh, second time around in her boot camp. You know, I, I, again, I love sharing my knowledge and experience with people. And the last boot camp that I was in, you know, the the, the ladies that were there were very receptive and I think I shot one or two of them after that, you know, and... and oh, good. It, yeah, it's good to share, you know, and, and just give knowledge to people. And, I mean, that's what we're here for. And what else do you have coming up? Anything else? Well, again, the the Let's Play House um, exhibit, that's going to be April 22nd. Um, got a other couple of things in, in the pipe, you know, working, but I got to keep them on the wraps until... Things are finalized. <laughs> I can't uh, spill the beans yet. And if anybody is listening and wants to sh- um, hire you for a photo shoot, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Well, they could reach me through my website. Um, there's a, a, a page to reach out to me through email, and I'll get the email and I'll respond right back at josepaganphotography.com. Um, people who have my old email um, my old uh, website, they could still go, it'll still take you to the same website, which is org. So either or, it leads to the same site. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. I really no, thank learned you so much. a thank lot you. about you. 
And it looks like you're doing like a lot of positive things for charity, giving back to the community. I think that's absolutely awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I love it. I love it. I love what I do. I love the people I work with. Well, all right, well, continue (laughs) continue success with everything you have going on, and um, enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Thank you again. Have a good night, sweetie. You too. Bye-bye. Ciao. And thanks to our guest this evening, Jose Pacan. If you haven't already, don't forget to like our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shanice Lewis Show. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.